Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now channel 525. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world, a warm welcome to you. My name is Julian Gibb from the Harvest Foundation, and you are listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories. So what is The Kingdom and Its Stories? Well, it's a program about how Christians are called to put their faith into practice, to put the the word into deed, to love their neighbor as themselves. And today we're blessed to have uh, Clint, Clint from Feed My Starving Children. Clint, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, uh, I was speaking to Clint last uh, Friday, and uh, my uh, my wife uh, reminded me late Thursday night that uh, the next day, Friday, we were heading off to uh, Mesa uh, to a warehouse to pack food. And uh, it was one of those things where uh, I completely forgot we were going to do. And so it came as a shock to me. Anyway, we arrived and uh, feed my starving children. And uh, it was just a, a, a very positive experience. And so... Um, Clint, I'm not going to describe your organization. Uh, tell us a little bit about Feed My Starving Children. What, what, what's your goal? What's your objective? Uh, great question. So our big goal really is to stay focused on feeding starving and malnourished children around the world. Um, point blank, our goal this year is to ship out 460 million meals to probably over 73 countries. Oof. Wow. So, you know, the, the, the thing that, I mean, this is a, a, a moot, a silly question that I'm going to ask is, you know, um, there are that many, is this, is this starving? Is this food uncertainty? Or, or does it vary compared to where they are geographically? You know, most of the countries that we're shipping to, you know, you're looking at countries like Haiti, Uganda, Dominican Republic. Um, food instability is really a huge crisis for them. Mm. Um, and we're not talking about you or I that might get a little cranky after we skip breakfast or go an extra hour or two for lunch. Um, we're talking about children and families that point blank probably haven't eaten in days or longer because of the food situation. Goodness. Cause uh, you know, as you say, you know, it's kind of like you skip breakfast, you get to lunch. It's like, leave me alone. I'm cranky. You know, you miss a cup of coffee, you know, leave me alone. The world's about to end, you know, and, and, and yet it's just saying here, there are these people who haven't eaten for days, you know, and, and not only is that bad enough, just if it was me, but watching your child next to you go hungry, 
I mean, goodness, you know, because the food clearly is, you know, one of the essentials, isn't it? You know, you, you, you can do without internet, you know, you can do without your cell phone or your car, but you can't do without food. So, so God bless you guys. No, amen. And I mean, as we like to say, food is the foundation for so much. And even for the children, I mean, if you look at food and kids or even our own kids, without that food, they can't focus even if they have the opportunity to get to school. And Mm -hmm. with that food, the potential is just unbelievable in the amount of changes and what it does. Mm. As you say, you know, you you can have uh, schools and you can have teaching, but if the child can't concentrate there, the blood sugar level has plummeted, then, uh, you know, it has little little effect. And so, so you know, we, we went to the center and uh, it was a great opportunity to, to, to see, like, some of the videos, you know, there was uh, of people receiving the food and the, the effect that it had on their lives. But also, I have to say, there was a real um, uh, benefit, you know, un- unintended benefit, you know, for myself, my family, and the people who were uh, involved with us in packing this this food, you know, it's like the fact that now actually we, we can do something to help people around the world. So, um, you know, how, how long has Feed My Starving Children been around for? So we were founded by um, Richard Proudfit in 1987. Mm. Um, started off shipping a little bit more of a perishable type food items. And then in 93, moved into our a similar rice formula that you were packing just the other night. Uh, um, And then from there, it just continued to progress. You know, we have revamped our formula several times um, to where we are today. Mm. Um, But essentially, it's been a great journey. Um, We we saw somewhat of a little bit of a hockey stick, you know, um, over the years of growth where they did really well when Richard Proudfit founded it. We took a little bit of dive um, and produced a little bit less. But at that point, when we really rededicated our organization to Christ, um, the growth has been exponential. Um, and it continues to skyrocket in what we're able to do and provide. Um, to which, again, you know, I think we're coming up on nearly 4 billion meals or something really close to that that we will have shipped in, in 2023. Goodness. Because I'm looking at your uh, your website here, you know, and the stories. I mean, they um, they they have happy endings, you know. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this 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 picture of uh, I won't give names, but picture of this this poor little child, you know, and it's heartbreaking. And then you fast forward, you know, uh, uh, six months or so. Well, there's this beautiful little smiling face, you know, and and but but but. I'm assuming the need is, is constant, you know, and so so what 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 can people such as myself or those listening on the radio, how can we get involved? How can we serve Feed My Starving Children as they serve children around the world? No, great question. Um, and, you know, I guess let's take a step back from that for a second, because, you know, yeah, we share a lot of amazing stories, you know, Nelson. Um, in Haiti, you know, is one of those children that goes from just unable to stand, skin and bones, to thriving, smiling, top of his class. Um, but that story is just not always the same. There are those children that we unfortunately come across um, 
that just don't make it. We just don't get to them in time. Um, and we just spoke about that urgency yesterday in one of our meetings, you know, because we get so accustomed to just doing what we do in our everyday life. And we forget about that urgency sometimes. Mm. Um, and those children really are the ones that really remind us that today is the day to act. Um, and your question, like how, how, how can we help? Um, you know, one huge need that we always have, that is the simplest thing, um, is just prayer, you know, prayer for what we do, um, that we can fill our, you know, physical locations around the country that volunteers will come. Um, and prayer is a big thing for us as well, that when we ship out meals, they get to the kids in the intended destinations that they're meant for. Um, that's the first and foremost step, but then, you know, two, sign up to pack. Um, we have eight physical locations around the country. Um, one in Arizona, one in Texas, three in Illinois, three in Minnesota, um, that you could come in and experience exactly what you experienced the other night in Mesa, mm-hmm. you know, loud music, fun, competition, shouting, all that great stuff <laughs> to keep you going. Um, you know, and, and the last really big need that we have is that we are totally funded all by people like you and I, just private people who are passionate about changing the world um, and feeding one child, if nothing less, one child at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's really how we get by and how we feed so many by the grace of God. I mean, is, is there, do you know off the top of your head, you know, how, how much does it cost to feed a, a child or a family for a year? Uh, our meal is just 29 cents for one meal. Mm-hmm. So it will essentially only cost $106 to feed a child for a year. That's it. 106, 106 bucks for a, for a year. Yes. For a year is all it takes to feed a child. Wow. Wow. Hold that thought. You're listening to the kingdom and its stories. My name is Julian Gibb. And today we're blessed to have Clint from Feed My Starving Children. And Clint was just sharing how uh, the organization, uh, Feed My Starving Children, is close to feeding uh, 4 billion meals to children around the world. And just that how children, the, the food, of course, is a bedrock. We all, we all know we need food in order to, to survive and in order to thrive. And so their, uh, their mission, their goal is to feed children who are literally starving who have food uncertainty and so remind me again clint so what one child one year will cost how much 106 dollars 106 bucks wow yeah yeah i mean yeah and go ahead i was just saying quite simply i mean just imagine what that means to you and i like 106 dollars you and i could go through that probably in a week a day yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, but 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 seriously speaking, as you say, you know, it's yeah, a week, you know, or uh, one uh, one good meal out with the family, you know, and yeah. uh, which is good, nothing wrong with that. But uh, just uh, so so, but that can actually save a person's life from starvation. Yeah, correct, and and that essentially is kind of the key thing. You know, we talk a little bit about. Um, you know, uh, just quite, it's the phrase that I love. It's live simply so others can simply live. And that is just a huge ask, a huge thing for us because, you know, at $106, I mean, 
I, I have something quite simply, as you mentioned earlier, that I don't need mm. that I could just skip that won't impact my life that greatly. Mm. But yet I could change somebody else's life for the better and provide so much hope for them. Can you uh, not 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 with names or places, but um, can you give us some some examples uh, of um, uh people some real life examples i just know with myself I, I connect better if i if i hear of of how how the uh organization has helped individual people yeah yeah um you know the story is always really similar of the children that you saw online you know but as i mentioned earlier nelson and haiti um when they were in haiti um, we had a team down there they came across nelson with his family who was just unable to care for him mm. um at age two, he was nine pounds. They allowed uh, an organization, a partner of ours, to take him in. And then in the process of a year, he gained 13 pounds and weighed 22 pounds eating the mat pack in a year later. Um, you know, Emma in Uganda, um, the same similar type story, you know, just on the brink of just dire need. And then being able to slowly wean onto the mana pack rice meal like you packed um, and just the changes. Mm. Um, and I can even share when I was most recently down in the Dominican Republic a couple of years ago um, in one of the batets down there. Uh, and, and this is one of those moments where God just kind of intervenes in your life. Mm. Um, but I, I, you know, met a child, uh, picked this child up, you know, just kind of lack of energy, not the brightest smile. Yeah. Um, clearly an example of a child who was definitely needing more nourishment. Um, I slowly learned that this child's name was Christian. My own son is named Christian. Mm. And, and it was like a baseball bat across the head just of how God intervened in my life, just to really realize that, mm. that, this, this this could be my very own child, you know, that could need this food. And it was just that connection for me that really hit me. Um, and the process of getting the mana pack into their bellies um, not only changes the child, you know, you can, you can see the difference between the child and who is getting the nourishment that they need. They're a little bit more lifeless. You can see the look on their face, their eyes, their smile just aren't as bright to getting the nourishment. And the child who will want to run, jump, jump on your back, tackle you, play ball. And I think, Julian, that's really the goal at the end of the day mm. is that kids get to be kids now because they have that ability by eating. Oh, man. And so, so do you, uh, how do you get these uh, this food to all these places around the world? Because I know that uh, the organization's big at uh, reaching people who've had uh, droughts, earthquakes, floods, hurricanes, landslides. I mean, how how do you you know from 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 Mesa to wherever it is around the world? Let's just say a, a beautiful country in Africa or the uh, Caribbean. You know, how how do you how do you get the food there? No, great question. So we we pack that food like you guys did. We have, you know, thousands of volunteers who come into our site and pack food with us. Um, from there, you know, you see a box. It goes behind the scenes. It's put on a pallet, and then we take those pallets and we put them in forty-three foot containers. Mm. Those containers are then trucked to a port. They're put on a boat, 
that boat takes it to intended destination or hopefully as close as possible sometimes to the intended destination to which it's then on a truck and then taken across the country to its destination. Our partner, which is a feeding clinic, a school, a hospital, uh, maybe even an orphanage, you know, they all look a little bit differently. Um, But I challenge this thought, and this kind of goes back to, you know, how we talked about prayer a little bit ago. Um, I don't think our containers would make it without prayer. Before every container leaves our facility, we pray over those containers. Our staff um, invite the trucker in to come and join us for prayer. But over 92% makes it to its intended destination. Wow. Um, And we're shipping to some very unstable countries. So I think that's just the complete God miracle that it makes it there. And I don't even know if, uh, you know, you and I could order an Amazon package (laughs) and if there's that great of a chance that it's going to be the one that we ordered later. Or uh, or, or get your suitcase from a plane flight. Yeah. 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 Because uh, you know, that, that 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 that's a good point, you know. Because I mean, um, you know, everyone uh, in America who goes onto your website sees these little kids' faces and and uh, thinks, you know, I've got, I've, I I want to help, you know, I want to help this little kid, you know. It's I'm looking at myself with my pot belly, you know, and it's not right that I've got this, and this poor little cute thing is just, you know, uh, just as worthy as me to 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 be well fed. But why why what? Why do you bring Christ into this? I mean, it's kind of like, what's the Christian aspect? Um, We have three pillars, really, for our organization. Um, Feeding kids, feeding spirits, and empowering communities. Um, Obviously, the feeding kids is obvious. You know, um, with all the children out there, they are our future. We don't know their potential, and they're not going to achieve their potential unless they get the food that they need. So that's one, you know, we want to feed them. Um, and Christ is a big part of how we do that. Um, you know, feeding spirits, that's really where it starts to delve deep. Um, whether it's here locally and it's the opportunity, just even you saw our walls at the site, um, even if it's just a verse on the wall, um, even if it's just the invitation here locally, you know, to come pray over a pallet that you personally packed mm. all the way to a village in Haiti or Africa or the Dominican Republic um, or e- even to the refugees in the Ukraine right now where we are sending meals, you know, and providing food for the refugees in the war. Oh, um, they need to hear that good news and our partners do that. And as we know so well, food opens the door for them to share that message mm. Um, and, and that even continues on into our empowering communities. You know, here you come in, we're helping create community by coming in and volunteering together. And it's not just you, but it's you and your family ages five and up can come in together and know that it's a safe place to volunteer with your family, build community with each other, um, all the way to the communities that we serve, where we continue to pour into them through our partners, um, you know, our partners help do amazing things in country because the food opens the door for them, whether that's get schools in or get churches into the community um, or just learn more and figure out what is it that they need. Our partners are really on the ground to help them accomplish just that. Amen. Oh, because of that old saying, isn't it? You can feed someone for a day, but, you know, uh, 
uh, we're looking to feed them for life, you know, and as Jesus spoke about, you know, living, living water, you know, to the, the lady at the well and uh, food that, that, that lasts for an eternity. So the physical, absolutely, you know, and again, yeah. was it in the book of James where uh, it says, you know, don't, you know, don't just say be warm and well fed, you know, keep, you know, but uh, do something for your brother's needs and how we are all God's creation. You know, regardless of of faith, regardless of nationality, we are all God's creation. We're all brothers and sisters, and called to to love, to feed, and care for one another. So, so one one question directly for you, Clint, is how has serving at Feed My Starving Children changed you? <laughs> well, easy I, question. I don't know. Easy we, question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we got enough time for that question. Um, you, you, you know, it really started for me probably about 10 years ago. Um, I was a volunteer just like you. Um, I hadn't been around and my son came back. He had volunteered with my wife and said, Hey, I want to do my birthday party at this place called Feed My Starving Children. And I went, what? <laughs> my rambunctious son wants to do his play- birthday party here. You know, not not bounce houses or trampolines or a big game. He wants to go and feed kids. Mm. Um, And that is just what really started to make my heart just fall apart and crumble for the organization. It's kids feeding kids. Um, That's so powerful for us. That's what just kind of takes the big tough guy in you and just sucker punches you in the gut. Um, and, and that's really how it's changed me. You know, I, I think I probably once upon a time was a lot less sympathetic. Um, you know, go get it, get the day done and go at it. Um, and now for me being around the organization, be a part of this organization, whether it's the one child that I may never meet that will eat today mm. or the one person that walks into our facility, um, that's where we need to be today, Julian. I, I just think that's so important as an organization where whether you walk in and I see that look on your face of like, Ugh, I don't want to be here. You might just be the guy that I need to talk to today or the opportunity to pray for that unseen child, you know, and take that time out of the day. I think it's just that slowing down for me mm. to realize that we can do something so small with our own two hands locally and has such a huge local or a global impact around the world. And I think that's powerful. Oh, man. You know, and what, what would you say? I mean, because I'm talking here with, with Clint, you know, a spiritual superhero. Uh, but what would you say to the likes of me or perhaps uh, someone listening on the radio and says, well, Clint, you know, he's a spiritual superhero. God's given him these abilities. You know, he can do these things. He's and the organization and volunteers – He's feeding people around the world, but that's not something I can do. What What would you say to them, to me? Well, I would I would tell you first and foremost that I think that's probably the most powerful thing about walking in the doors of Feed My Starving Children. Mm. Um, we're an average, normal, probably rather messed up family when it comes down to it at the end of the day. Um, and I think those are the people that God calls to make such a huge difference. Um what you know if you're age five and up regardless of your ability 
we'll find a way for you to help be the kid. Mm. Um, whether that's a cheering section as we all need from time to time, whether that's helping us label bags, whether that's scooping, or even if you're the muscular fit one and younger than, you know, me, um, you can carry all the boxes that you want until your heart's content. Um, but if you can walk in our door, we want you to come in. And I think just don't ever doubt your ability to use your two hands uh, and, and change your life today because that's who we need, regardless of where you may have been or where you are going. Mm. Walk in the door and change your life. And I, I have to say, you know, that that I've, I've been there. And, um, you know, I, I was kind of... Uh, well, exhausted actually, physically, <laughs> physically, mentally exhausted from uh, just just life, and so uh, I walked in and just uh, just the involvement, you know, just seeing that we are making a difference, all in a small way, you know, we don't we don't have to change the world single handedly, you know, we are all just walking out in obedience and doing what we can where we are called to go, and so so uh, Clint, what what's the name of the website? Give us the website address. So website is fmsc.org. That's feedmystarvingchildren.org. Um, and you can find all the information you need or even donate there to feed a child today. Okay, great. And so the ways uh, to help are to pray, pray for the organization, pray for the children, uh, and then go to a center and help pack food. And by the way, it's easy. You know, you don't have to lift heavy boxes. You know, you just have to lift up some rice and things, and it's fun. So go to the center and help, but also financial elements. And so, what is it? hundred and six dollars? Was that was that what you said? Hundred and six dollars. Yeah. Hundred and six dollars to feed a kid for a year. But whoever you are, wherever you are, God bless you as you seek to reach out and to love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on the Kingdom and its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.